Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker. Denard, how are we doing today, man? Man, I'm doing great. How are you doing, D? All things considered, I'm doing well. We have an episode for you that we were hoping would just be mostly looking forward to playing the Buffalo Bills, kind of scouting them out. But as we are recording this, a lot of information has come out today as it relates to the Tennessee Titans and all the issues stemming from what at this point we'll call a COVID outbreak with the team. The Titans have had many players we're looking at a dozen at this point, test positive for COVID and are currently on the NFL's COVID-19 slash reserve list. And we will get into that in just a second. But before we get started, the wait is finally over and football is back. And you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head online to so head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, the online sportsbook experts. So Denard, to give a quick rundown, today the latest player added to the COVID-19 list was wide receiver Corey Davis. He will join the likes of wide receiver Adam Humphreys, defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons, cornerback Christian Fulton, outside linebacker Camilla Correa, defensive lineman Daquan Jones, long snapper Bo Brinkley, and fullback Corey Blossom game. In addition to practice squad members, tight end Tommy Hudson, wide receiver Cameron Batson, and cornerback Greg Maven. A lot of names. And that does not include the staff members that have also tested positive. Those names have not been released. Denard, this morning, the the big story that kind of started to surface was that a couple of days ago, the NFL was investigating the Tennessee Titans situation as it relates to the protocols put in place due to COVID-19. The NFL and the NFLPA had sent members to Nashville to review security footage, look into every and all possible violations, and what might stem from if there were violations. Now, this morning, Paul Kuharski, who has covered the Titans for a while, put out a report saying that the Titans, after the Monday following the Vikings game, that the Titans had then had eight cases, I believe, that day. After this right. facility was shut down, the Titans still had players go. You had some players go to Montgomery Bell Academy and practice with their teammates. You had some, there was a report that some defensive backs had gotten together at a Metro City Park and were also going through some things. The big thing was that the Titans broke protocol by getting together outside of the facility, which if we go back and we look 
at the timeline, you can see how that that might that might be the case. But the big thing that Kuharski forgot to include was context of when this timeline was created, everything that goes into play. And so I thought Mike Herndon of at Mike Miracles on Twitter put together a very good thread. And it said that the initial outbreak occurred on September the 29th as five staff members and three players, which were Jones, Brinkley, and Hudson, test positive. The players were sent home and the facility closed. The league's memo states that they are suspending in-person club activities. Player-organized workouts would not be considered club activities. And there was no additional instruction explicitly stating that players could not gather outside the facility in small groups. So this was all back in the latter part of September. And players have their workout at NBA on September 30th, as reported by Paul Kuharski and uh, Steve Lehman, who is of uh, News Channel 5 in Nashville, was also um, in on that as well. Vrabel on the next day, which would have been October 1st, that was when he first talked to the media and for the first time stated that he has asked the players not to gather outside the facility. Mm -hmm. So right now, we don't we don't know if Vrabel said anything beforehand. But then on the same day, October 1st, where Vrabel made those comments, the NFL releases a memo to all clubs specifically stating that players should not be meeting outside of club facilities. What Mike thinks, and he puts this in parentheses, is likely a response to getting wind of the Titans' activities. That referring to the Titans meeting outside. So, based off the NFL COVID protocols, I looked through them. It's about 70 pages long. It's not a fun read. No, I did not see anything put forth that the Titans broke a, a rule that was put in place by, by the NFL, and those rules, I think, were like finalized on September the 5th of this right. year. So, everyone, like, Oh no, we're gonna get historic fines. I think Pro Football Talk put that out there. Like they're expecting to level a historic penalty. And if right. if you don't know that the NFL just celebrated their 100th year, and over 100 years they have never had a team be given a forfeit. So people were speculating, oh, the NFL is going to make the Titans forfeit this game against the Bills if they cannot play. Adam right. Schefter went and reported today that that is not a likely option on the table. He does not see that happening, and so. Now the conversation is, will the Titans be punished by the NFL? You saw that the Raiders had some players being punished for having a charity event, and there were Mm -hmm. some some situations where fines were levied. It looks as though, one, the players were gathering, but also I think there were a couple were not wearing masks. But, Denard, as we kind of get into all of the situation, and on on top of that, before, before I ask this question, I mean, the New England Patriots have had multiple cases now. Cam Newton was not able to play last week. He tested positive, and then they still put the team on a plane, flew him to Kansas City earlier today. Stephon Gilmore, reigning NFL Defensive Player of the Year, tested positive, and I can expect, I I expect, I hope that's not the case, but I expect that New England's going to have a few more positive cases Mm -hmm. coming in the next couple of days. So what what do you expect to see the NFL do? What, where, where do we go from what we're dealing with right now with, one, an outbreak already occurring, and now the NFL right. trying to cover their tracks? That's the way it works. This is business. 
The NFL is a business. The National Football League is a brand and it tries to protect itself. The clubs are their own brand and they try to protect their names and their image. That's the way it works. Let me just say this. I read this earlier today and this is a league source, quote unquote, a league source told Koharski, and I know Paul very well. He actually covered us when we first got to Nashville. So I know Paul is, he's on spot, man. He's as good as it gets. He says, it says a league source told Kaharski that the Titans organizations was instructed no in-person meetings, workout, or activities at the facility or elsewhere. A league source. So the question is, is when did this source tell Paul Kaharski or when did this source tell the, the uh, Titans organization, listen, do not do this? Because this is kind of like a tic-tac thing. This is like he say, she say. So the question is, we don't know who's telling the truth at this point. The question is, we know that about 15 guys got together and worked out, which guys do that all the time. I would have done the same thing if I wasn't instructed. So right now, it is going to be a mess because the NFL is going to try to protect itself. That's the way it works when things go down. We talked about this earlier, uh, probably, what was it, like in August? Or it was like July, we talked about this. And we were saying, what's going to happen when the first outbreaks happened. We knew inevitably that this was going to happen. We talked about this and how would the league protect itself? How would the league protect itself going forward? Now there's a huge hiccup. And the hiccup right now is the Tennessee Titans organization. Now, not only is it the Titans, it has basically trickled down to other organizations now. Now we see New England where Cam Newton, the situation just ha recently happened. Now, guess what? We're probably going to see more and more of this. We saw that in baseball. Baseball was going fine until what happened. You start getting, having a lot of guys hit, get positives. So they had to scale back. So now this is the most interesting question that I have for the National Football League now is who's right? Did you inform the Titan, Titans organization they were not to have their guys, you know, going to high schools or anywhere? And, the, and you guess what's going to happen? The league's going to say yes. And then the Titans are going to say, no, they, no one instructed us, or it's going to be a he say, she say kind of a thing. So we don't know who to believe at this point until, the, until they really get on this and an investigation is finalized. I, I agree that the league is going to do what it takes to cover their tracks. When you look at it, though, when the paperwork was sent, the NFL put the new memo out. I mean, why do you put a new right. memo out if the rules right. are already in place? Exactly. So that makes me think the NFL knew we kind of had a – a gap in what we should have put out mm -hmm. beforehand, and now we're trying to make up for it. Now, that's frustrating because will the NFL try to hammer the Titans? I don't think they will because I think there's at least enough information out there right now that shows that, you know, you can say what the Titans did was dumb. You can say that they should have had the common sense to not go and practice after they had multiple people, but you also got to remember, these guys are being tested every single day, and they got the negative test that day that said, hey, we right. do not have the virus. Now, I don't know how much research the NFL has or the players have done as far as incubation periods because, I mean, when you get into the science of it, that's still kind of disputed how long that could take before you become right. infected. And we, we thought if there were no positive tests today that the Titans, and today being Wednesday, October the 7th, no positive tests today, the Titans were going to be able to open the facility back up right. and start practicing again. But obviously, with Corey Davis coming down, we're still waiting on the other test. That's not going to happen. And so that well, date. Adam Humphreys, too. That's your receiving core. Batson well, and all those guys. 
Well, I mean, that's that's a completely different conversation right now. I mean, A.J. Brown is coming off a knee injury, but your only healthy wide receiver that you've seen with a good amount of actions, Khalif Raymond. That, that's it at your that's receiving it. core. And your defensive so what, line you started start to get Raymond? <laughs> You got Khalif Raymond. You're going to have to call up Cody Hollister. You have um, Westbrook Akeem. Like, right. names of just people you don't know. Muhammad Snu just got cut by the 49ers. Like, he probably doesn't know the system at all, but I mean, like, hey, he doesn't know the system. And you're going against somebody. the best team in the league in the AFC. Think about it. You're going against the Bills. This is the hottest team in the league right now, D. Well, the problem with, hey, you know how they moved the Kansas City New England game back a day last week? They can't do that this week because the Bills no. and the Chiefs play on Thursday. So they can't. They're have not going to the, do that. That's too the, much money. Well, well, I'm just saying, like, ratings. Well, that'd be fine. I'm just saying, but like, Moving it back one day is just not going to be an option here like it was last week for Kansas City and New England. And yeah, and so what happens, because we know the Titans don't have another bye after they have moved the Titans bye and the Steelers bye to what was last weekend to cover up for the Titans having the miss because of that. But I did want to go back, and, and this is kind of the next question I had for you, Denard. The Titans, whenever they did get together, they were still under the impression that they had to play the Steelers that coming Sunday. Now, as a former NFL player, when you're looking at, all right, we got this game coming up this Sunday, we actually need to be able to get together and prep. What would it mean if your team was not able to practice, but the other team was able to actually get together and practice and prepare for you, but you can't do the same? What's like the likely, uh, this is kind of a common sense question, but what's the likely outcome going to be? But how, how much of an impact would that actually have on the Titans team like I mean are we talking about like they're probably going to get beat by 20 30 like there any chance at all the game would be 100 biggest 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 difference you have to practice (laughs) practice practice who is that AI practice yeah Yeah, he was was not a fan not a fan (laughs) listen let me let me go let me go back this is not fair right now, and, and I feel right now because this is not a question of ethics. This is a question of health, okay? This is health concerns. I'm, I'm going to take you back to 2001, okay, when September 11th happened, the attacks on America, okay? I was with the Denver Broncos then, and we had just played the game prior to September 11th um, that Monday night. So it was really scary for scary for us because we had just played the New York Giants to open up the season on national uh, on national uh, television. Then we come back. We were going to play Arizona. Uh, this is uh, after. This is actually um, before September 11th. So when September 11th hit, we didn't have a clue what we were going to do. The league didn't know if it was going to shut down. It didn't know it was going to play. We had no clue as players. So Mike Shanahan whole thing was go home, just get out of here. I don't know what's going to happen. So we went home for three days until Mike had made it. He made a decision that in the league made the decision that we're not going to play. Okay. And then what we're going to do after the attacks, we're going to play the game. We're going to play the original game against Arizona. So we were the first team to actually play after September 11th on ESPN. And it was a very emotional time because there was a lot of uncertainty. I mean, for me, it was the first time that I had a three or four day vacation, not knowing what's going to happen. Now, there's a difference when you, as opposed to everybody's in the same boat around the league. It's just the Titans now because you got to understand Buffalo, they have no positive tests. So they can go do their thing. They can go practice. They can go do their film. 
They can go through a normal day, a normal week of uh, getting ready for a game. The Titans can't do anything. They can't even go into the building. You can't get, you can't simulate, you, you can't simulate nothing. In this league, it's about timing. D, if you don't got your timing down, you don't have a chance to win and you are going to play really the best team right now. This team is on fire. The best receiver in the league is Stephon Diggs. You got the hottest quarterback coming in town in Nissan Stadium and Josh Allen. That defense is revamped. These boys are running. Look, look, let me just tell you, just look at their roster. John Brown. Bad news, John Brown. I used to love this guy when he was at Arizona. Look at the guys they got to go against. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, Cole Beasley. A great offensive line. This team is 4-0. Davey, they are prepping right now. They're sitting back saying, and if you're Buffalo, you said, well, what do we do? Do we just basically chill? It's kind of hard on them too, so it's like a tale of two sides. They're probably sitting back saying, what do we do? Do we prepare for Tennessee or do we get ready for Kansas City? So there's a lot of uncertainty right now. And I just I feel for the Titans organization right now, but this is not so much about a game now. This is a health concern because now it started with Tennessee. We just saw what happened in New England. So the question now for the league is, uh-oh, are we looking at more outbreaks to come? Because now they are on alert. They are on notice now saying, uh-oh, let's go take a page out of either the NBA or are we going to do like Major League Baseball? And that's the biggest question they're going to have to ask themselves right now. Denard, I also wanted to add that players that need to get medical treatment for injuries are not able to go to the facility as well. And that's that's going to limit some guys. Now, again, we can speculate. We we don't know what the NFL would do if the Titans are not able to play the Bills. I mean, at that point, the next available date that the Titans have open would be after week 17. And obviously the week after week 17 is when the wild card playoffs start. But if you're the NFL, it's frustrating that they did not they even said they're going to have something like this happen, but they didn't add an extra week into the schedule. It's like, right. it's just lunacy. And like college. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Do like two week. Yeah, just in case something happens, have a backup plan. They well, knew something. You knew something. was. They knew this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they just planned on staying on schedule for a little bit, and they were like, you know what, if we have stuff at the end, we'll go back and make it up. If it, But it's one of those things where if you, let's say, again, Tennessee's not going to have to forfeit. But if they were to punish one team and give them a forfeit, let's say someone later on like does just directly break protocol and they're like, you know what? We're going to make the example out of this team because you knew what the rules were. You directly went against them and you punish that team, but you're also punishing the other 30 clubs for the one team that gets the automatic win. And that's just a precedent you don't want to put in place. And I know we're in unprecedented times, but you have to be careful with what you do here. Now, fortunately, when it comes to these venues, it sucks that they're not able to get concerts going and things of that nature. But the, if the NFL wanted to, they could move the Super Bowl out into March of next year and just abide for a lot of time. Because Raymond James Stadium is going to be open whenever they want. And if they do have an event, the NFL's got the money. They can go buy them out, whoever is exactly. supposed to be there. But that's not going to be a problem. Raymond James Stadium will do whatever it takes to get the Super Bowl because nothing's going to bring in more money than that will. Exactly. But and that's so the key I just money. Yeah. And so <laughs> the NFL, it's just weird that they did not foresee or at least put in the situations of adding extra bye week here or there yeah. 
and I just I don't I don't know what they were thinking. And I I guess they were it was definitely not a hope for the best, prepare for the worst. I mean, I'm sure they were hoping for the best, but they definitely did not prepare for the worst because we're looking at it right now. And there is a chance that the Titans do play the Bills this week. Personally, I hope it doesn't happen. But there's a way they can make it up. Tennessee's too decimated. I don't see how they could go in there with the win, to get a win after two weeks off. You're not getting any of those guys on the COVID reserve lifts back for this coming week. Now, based off the timing of when it initially happened, you do wait, you go and you play Houston, which we hadn't even been able to talk about anyone else, but Houston just fired Bill O'Brien, the head coach. O'Brien. So Romeo Cornell's taken over there. But you can maybe get some of those guys back by Houston, but they still have to have a certain amount of negative tests. But there's just so much still in the air. And I, like I said, I'm just frustrated because Kuharski put that report out, didn't really vet everything to the full extent. And now you got media members just saying, like, we got to make an example out of the Titans. And just when the fake news does get out there, it gets frustrating whenever I'm sitting here like, guys, I'm like, I'm trying to clarify. We got this. And I, I thought Teron Davenport of ESPN did a really good job of putting out there, like, listen, like, he was one of the first ones I saw that actually went and checked for dates, tried to get a timeline together. And he's like, hey, this meeting happened before the NFL said anything about not doing it. And like I said earlier in the show, you can say it was done by the Titans to get together after they knew they had several positive cases. But, hey, if it's the NFL, like we know people are going to try to do whatever it takes to get an advantage. And if you're not letting the teams practice and you haven't told them they can't practice, that's on the NFL. If I was Sean McDermott right now, and if I play for the Buffalo Bills, I wouldn't want to play this Sunday. Just knowing how many guys have been affected by this virus. I'm sorry. I would not be ready to travel from Buffalo, New York, down to Nashville, Tennessee, to play a team right now that, no disrespect, there's an outbreak going on, and it's going on really bad. So right now, every day, or every, it looks like, okay, one day you had um, non-players and non-staffers between Sunday and Tuesday, and then all of a sudden there was no outbreaks. Now you got a couple of guys. So my thing is, as a former player, would I want to play? Absolutely not. I would not want to travel to Nashville and I would not want to play a team right now that's basically – they got some issues right now in that clubhouse. And then as a former player, I wouldn't want to go play Buffalo or anybody else knowing that today's Wednesday, okay, and I have not been in the facility. That's like me and you trying to prep right now to go play a game, but we haven't had really no interaction and in going out and maybe you throwing me the ball and me, hey, Davey, I need you to run a 10-yard out, uh, but you need to be there within three seconds. Or, Davey, I need you to do a seven – no! We need to go out and physically do it. Yeah, we can't talk about it. That's not going to work. I don't – listen, Davey, you probably got speed like Willie Gault. Wouldn't go that far, Denard. (laughs) I wouldn't want to compare you to Willie Gault, but (laughs) – first, Tennessee, I know. But, again, you know what I'm saying is that it's all about timing. If I'm not practicing and I haven't played in almost two weeks, I mean, I I just could not imagine how hard that would have to be. Everything you do, it's like – Everything you do in this game is about getting ready, getting mentally prepared, getting your body physically ready for the rigors of the sport. You can't do that by us just looking at each other. Me and you, we need some kind of physical interaction. I need to slap you. You need to slap me. We need to butt heads. I need, you need to butt me. I need to butt you. We need to do something to simulate what we're going to see on Sunday. We don't even know. How, how are you going to get ready for today's Wednesday? The game is supposed to be Sunday. And you don't even know if you, you already got another two guys that are positive and these are some of your best players. 
Yeah. You basically walking into a lion's den uh, with a uh, with a little plastic spork saying, hey, come on, bring it on, lion. That ain't going to work. You go, you fresh meat. You can't even, I mean, like you mentioned, with having so many players out, like they're having to move people to different positions, kind of cross chain, train here and there because they just aren't healthy at certain levels, like the wide receiver position. I know they try to utilize the fullback a lot. Kari Blossom game is out, and you just you don't have the bodies that out. Now, Mike Vrabel did say they had enough people to play if they were to play, and they are still under the impression right now that they are going to be playing, which, I mean, if you're Mike Vrabel, you got to just prepare. As I mean, that's your job, even though we're sitting here saying, like, it doesn't seem likely. We don't think it's going to happen. If you're Vrabel, like, I mean, you got to put yourself in that situation. Like, all right, guys, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but we got to make sure if it does, like, we at least can put something together out there on the field. And I just, it's frustrating and how things are kind of unraveling, but you got to sometimes play with the cards you're dealt, even if they are bleeping awful cards. So right now it's, it's not looking good. If, if you are the Titans, I mean, you got to be thankful that you went and you got the three wins to start the season because that's, that's going to be helpful moving forward. But you're just, I mean, that roster is kind of decimated with the number of people they have on the reserve list. And now they, they would think you'd get Taylor Lewan back. You'd get AJ Brown back. Maybe a Dory Jackson, maybe, but that's still that's sure thing. Yeah. That's, that's not going to be enough for, for what you're expecting. And so if, I mean, if you were to play the bills, I know really not much point in getting into a breakdown because one, we don't know how many people are even going to be eligible, how they're having to rework the Titans systems on offense and defense. It's just one of those things where, I mean, Buffalo is hot right now. And even though the Titans, I mean, they're, they're three, and know, it just wouldn't be pretty. There's, there's no other way to put it. Just think about if I'm Josh Allen right now. And I know if I got to come to Nashville, I mean, your best defense alignment, Jeffrey Simmons, who's playing lights out right now, he's not playing. I'm looking at this game like, man, we should put 60, 70 points on these guys because you don't know who they're going to plug in for. Uh, Jeffrey, or look at Adam Humphreys. This is one of their best. This is probably their most productive receiver going into week five of the season. And he he's probably not going to play. Then Corey Davis. If I'm a defensive back, I'm saying, well, where do I watch? Who I watch tape on? I don't know these guys. Even though those guys, even though your practice squad guys, we talked about that last week. If you got a jersey on, you got to be ready to play. When, you're, when, you're, when your number is called, you have to be ready. But we don't know there might be more positive tests. I mean, this is just, they don't, we don't know what's going on over there in that facility. They don't know because there's nobody in the facility. And so right now there's, Mike Vrabel said it best. He says, we're dealing with plenty of unknowns. We don't have a clue right now what's going on. We saw this in Major League Baseball. What a huge, when this COVID hit Major League Baseball, look, they're just now into the playoff series. So right now, it's just I, I feel for Tennessee because we have never in this lifetime seen anything like this. We are literally living in unprecedented times. We are dealing with a pandemic. A pandemic just doesn't affect the general population. It affects all of us. And we're starting to see that even in the sports world. You know, we want it so bad to get football started. Well, we got it started. 
Now we talked about what happens when it hits. How would the league respond? So now that's what we need to see going forward. It, what I'm telling you, so we had a we had a talk about this earlier on in this past summer. It was in the June or July when basketball started up, and I was talking about maybe they should do a bubble. Maybe we should bubble these guys, put them all in a big bubble. You know that ain't gonna work. You can't bubble up a bunch of NFL players. You, but I mean, look you at the NBA. You can't, you can't do the NBA model here, Denard. There's too many people. I know. I know. I'm just saying okay. though. But if you want to look at, but, but you know what? How many tests? How many? Ne- how many positive tests have we seen in the National Basketball Association? None that I'm aware of. Zip. Say that again. Hit zero. Me. Zero. Z- so, well, I-, I want you to say that one more time. It's zero. But if they're going to emulate uh, anyone, they need to emulate the MLB. Yeah, but you know what? It's they're going to have to do something because now we're starting to see it, and it's not just with Tennessee. It's with New England. So the question is, is who's next? And if I'm if I'm if I'm Buffalo, and if I'm playing for this team right now, I wouldn't want to play this game. If I had a chance to opt out for one game, I would opt out this game. Well, I I do want to say they've at least, I mean, Minnesota never had anybody test positive after playing Tennessee. Kansas City's not had, uh, as far as I'm aware, anyone that was on the field against New England test positive yet. Granted, the incubation period, still waiting to see on that. But it looks as though, even though this is a physical close contact sport, it's only spreading amongst the the teams themselves. And, I mean, that's one of the things where you're, you're constantly with your guys talking. I mean, we've talked about guys traveling to different facilities across the country. Right. Uh, no, I, I do want to say, I haven't mentioned it yet, but like last report, Mike Brabel said some of the guys were experiencing symptoms, some were not, but everyone seems to be doing fine. It's, there's not a serious situation as to this point of someone having dire symptoms and they're having to be right. rushed to the hospital, nothing like that. It's just, That's good. It's, it's one of those things where it's like most people, it's just a, case that's pretty mild and you're experiencing flu-like symptoms yeah and and i just want to say this to all the guys that are affected by this and to everybody out there that uh this virus has affected it's affected me i mean mentally physically spiritually emotionally it's draining um there's no words to describe what's going on it's like i continue as i alluded to earlier we're living in unprecedented times in this world this is not about our country this is about the world. And my heart goes out, you know, like with you, we talked about this earlier. You know, I just, when I just said, man, I'll be praying for you. I wish you well. Um, it's just, we're just living in times where there's so much uncertainty. We've never seen anything like this. I know it's kind of like, Denar, you keep saying this, but I hope we never see this again. But maybe this is preparing us for the next challenge that is going to come forward. I don't know. But I do know this, and I've said this, you're only as wealthy as what, as you are healthy. Your health is your wealth. And for all those guys out there that are putting their, putting their you know, lives on the line, because you really are, because this is so much, it's not just about you know, how it affects an individual. This stuff is actually putting a lot of people, I hate to say it, it's killing people. And my heart goes out to anybody that's been affected by this COVID-19. But I just, like I said, to any guy out there in the National Football League, you guys out there, you're trying to do your best, you know, take care of yourself, you know, and take care of one another. That's why I tell my son every day that there's three people that's living under this roof. We are all accountable to one another. And to all those guys that are going into that building, you got to think about where you go when you leave that building. You mask up, you put gloves on, you put a visor, a shield, whatever that you need to do to protect yourself. Because we, just like you said, None of the other teams like Minnesota are affected by it. 
but you see the guys at Tennessee. So yeah, you got to take care of each other during this time. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to add on to that. Like you can take the precautions you can try, but it's one of those viruses to where it's like even the people that try the hardest not to catch it. And they, they even limit the amount of time that they spend outside that they're going to the grocery store. There's still a chance they're going to get it right now. I mean, I've, I've talked about it before in the show that I experienced it. I tested positive for it back in August. I mean, at the point right now in America, one out of every 50 Americans has tested positive, And that doesn't include people that are probably asymptomatic and never got a right. test. So it's probably even higher than one in 50. And so it, it just goes back to the NFL. Like I'm, I'm praying for everyone that has lost someone from it that is or has become sick because of it. But the NFL has to get back to, all right, we're experiencing this and we got to take the necessary steps to limit the spread. But at the same time, make sure that you don't destroy the product and try to put someone to blame when it's really not someone that should have to take the brunt of it for not doing anything that, you didn't put in place in the first place. I love what you just put is, boy, David, you're smarter than a, an apple on orange. Let me just say this, and I'm going to say this right now. What I like to see from the league and these org- all 32 teams is I like to see them get together and figure this thing out amongst one another. I like to see league officials from our commissioner, Roger Goodell, get with each CEO, president, Jerry Jones, you name it, everybody get together. And rather than sitting, you know, just like you said, rather than trying to punish someone, let's try to find a solution. Let's try to find a solution going forward because who, who's to know? We might be dealing with this next year. We may be dealing with this for another two, five or six years from now. So rather than trying to punish somebody, I, I would I like to see them just sit down, get together, all in a room or, you know, spread out, Zoom, whatever, you know, I don't know. But just get together and find a solution or resolution going forward. That's what it's about. It's just making sure that each team, each organization, and each guy on every team, they're safe. And let's just make sure instead of just put the protocols, make sure everybody knows these are the protocols. This is what we're going to do going forward. And let's just work on going forward during this pandemic. And we'll get more information in the coming days on how the league is planning on handling this. I Denard, I'll, I'll throw i I'll, I'll say this and I'll throw you the last word. I'm going to try to end on an optimistic note. And if we are looking at it from just a purely football standpoint, if you, you got a lot of guys, I mean, that are going ahead and getting the virus now, it's not something you're going to have to at least worry about with them moving forward. And if we do get in a situation to where we're in the playoffs and other teams start to experience this, it's already gone around the Titans locker room. That will be to the Titans' benefit. They'll still be able to practice. They'll still be able to get together if this has already happened. And I mean, based off what we're seeing right now, it does not look as though there's a very serious case amongst the players that have tested positive for the Titans. And so we get through these next couple of days, maybe have to reschedule the Buffalo game. But at that point, you're hopeful that you get some of those guys back and you're able to continue the season. and go back to playing Tennessee Titan football. And, and with that said, Denard, I'll, I'll throw it to you for the last word. I just like to say this, and, and I always just tell that as a former player, you know, I played this game. I know what goes. I know what it takes uh, day in and day out. 
I know what it takes week in and week out. I know what guys go through physically, mentally, spiritually. It is a very taxing game on an individual's mind as well as his body. I know what these guys, they put this stuff through. I know the hard work that it takes to get to this level. I know the determination. I know the mental fortitude. I know the grit that you have to have just to stay, um, stay, you know, in this league. It's tough. It's not getting into the league. It's staying is the toughest. And I just want each guy out there, you know, because it's a brotherhood, regardless of, you know, you guys go out there and they try to hurt each other. And then after the game, they shake hands and, you know, hey, let's, you know, trade jerseys and, you know, I call you. And that's what guys do in the offseason. They hang out with one another. But a lot of times we get after each other when, the time, when it, that's how we make a living. And I would just tell each guy out there to make sure that you're not doing anything to hurt yourself. Remember, try to take care of yourself the best way you can, like you said. One, and it doesn't matter the statistic or the numbers. At some point, we all might end up contracting this virus at some point. But just remember, you know, try to stay safe and take care of yourselves. That's the key thing right now is to take care of yourself. You know, uh, make sure you're transparent with yourself at this time. Be very open about, you know, and holding yourself accountable, but be open with what you're doing. Um, and just try to, just like what I do, I realize that every day when I go to the store, I might, I can end up getting this virus, but you know what? I'm going to do everything that I can to combat it. So, you know, if it gets me, it gets me, but I'm going to continue to fight it. So to each guy, just make sure, you know, stay safe. You know, we're just living in some uncertain times and that's just the way this world is right now. I think that's very well said, Denard. And as always, I appreciate you joining me today and it's, Glad, glad we were able to, to talk about this, and hopefully moving forward, we'll get back to the actual football and breaking down games and preparing exactly. for the next opponent. But right now, I mean, this is something we had to talk about because it's, it's kind of the national storyline in the NFL. So we, yeah. we definitely needed to spend a good amount of time on it. But that is going to wrap it up for us today. We hope to have another episode out for you all uh, next Monday will depend on on the schedule but we will keep you all updated on everything that is happening for the tennessee titans but for denard walker i am davy hudson you have been listening to believe in titans on the belief podcast network and as always tighten up thank you for tuning in to another edition of believe in titans on the belief podcast network if you enjoy the show please subscribe and rate us on itunes we are available on all your favorite directories itunes spotify google play stitcher luminary and tune in and you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Belief Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.